0: M S W (laughs) Media a glass, sit for a spill It's time to have some fun Let's do a little thinking Some picking and a drinking This is what we're drinking with Dan
1: To What We're Drinking with Dan Dunn. I am Dan Dunn. This is our 50th episode. Yay! 50! We're 50 episodes old today, and uh, that's a milestone, I think, of sorts. Um, And if I could go out and celebrate, I would. But I can't. So we'll celebrate here alone. Well, I got you, which is good. Um, it's been great so far. I've had a good time doing it. I hope you've had a good time listening to it. I wanted to uh, write a little roundup here of some of the guests that we've had on the show. And I thought I'd roll out with that right away to get 50 going. And then we're going to jump into the rest of the show, uh, which is going to include an interview with my dear friend, singer-songwriter Suzanne Santo incredible solo artist also uh, in the band Honey Honey and that interview is going to be coming up shortly but first let's run out you know this is just a little a little teaser of some of the guests that we've had on and I'm, I'm very grateful to all of them and uh, here we go how's
0: it it's Neil Everett from ESPN you're listening to what we're drinking
1: this is best-selling author Joel Stein we've got BK Brian Kelly and Tyler Hubbard also known as the duo Florida Georgia line well, I'm from Georgia, and he's from Florida, but we... But you we met in Tennessee. We, we met in Nashville. Well, we met on okay. harmony Tiffany Thiessen, how are you? I'm good. I'm good. How are you? I'm doing great. It's always good to see you, and... Same, same. To the man himself, Kenny Chesney. Very exciting time in my life, and um, something that has been a vision of mine for a while. Hey, everybody. This is Ed Kowalczyk from The Band Live, and you're listening right now to the second-best voice from Pennsylvania to come full circle like we have and be playing at the level that we're playing and having the fun that we're having, everybody's just like, pinch me. Very, very, very thrilled to welcome Nathaniel Rateliff. The Night Sweats idea was just kind of like me in my attic.
0: I didn't even know it was ever gonna be a record that anybody that saw the light of day.
1: So I'm here with Matthew McConaughey. How are you, buddy? I'm good, man. I said, can you throw a few stalks of sugar cane in there? He's like, (laughs) hell no, I can't. I go, I know you can't, but pal Adam Corolla ace how are you you don't know why I've continued to do your shows or I you don't know why you love me pull, I think you're just gonna pull the and just go you know what I've had enough of this fucking shit but maybe it's the alcohol must be that
0: I don't have a very high threshold for like what I'll do and what I'll not do
1: <laughs> hi this is Kurt Russell listen I escaped from New York but I couldn't get the hell out of Dan Dunn's happy hour please send help Dita Von Teese. Yeah. I'm not trying to shock anybody. I'm trying to change people's minds about what it is to be a stripper. And who is it? I do a lot of stripping uh, here at the house lately. It's good putting on quite the show for my dog. That's all I got. Me and the dog. Am I am I alcohol? I am drinking uh, Legion bourbon today. I recently. I do a regular spot on the Adam Carolla show. Usually on there once a month. I, did, uh, I brought in some, some booze, and Legion was one of them, uh, and so I got the bottle handy, and I decided to just... felt like a bourbon day. You know, I was a little drowned in the sorrows a little bit today, too, because Brian Dennehy, the actor Brian Dennehy, passed today, and I'm going to raise up a glass of Legion to him right here. And uh, he can join Tommy Boy, his boy, Tommy Boy, up in the sky in heaven. Uh, Legion's a uh, first-of-its-kind bourbon. Uh, that I, they say the you know, the slogan is they bring East and West together. And what that means is Legion, it's a, a beam product. So it's made in Kentucky uh, by Fred No, who's the seventh generation master distiller of Jim Beam. They distill it there in Kentucky using a classic beam recipe. And then it gets blended by Shinji Fukuyo who is the fifth-ever chief blender of Centauri, which is the founding house of Japanese whiskey. Uh, as you may know, uh, Beam and Centauri merge. It's called Beam Centauri. That's the company. So you've got it being distilled in Kentucky and blended in Japan. Um, it's aged for four years in, in new charred white oak barrels, and then it's finished in wine and sherry casks. Uh, it's a delicious, delicious drink, and I'm actually having it right now with some ginger ale and... Uh it's good. As mentioned, we got Suzanne Santo coming up in just a few moments. She's the best. We got on and did a Zoom chat about everything. We got we talked about music, we talked about art, culture, vibrators. That's right, vibrators. I said it. But first, like many of you, I've been spending way too much time on social media. The other day, I I decided if I'm going to get sucked into this vortex, I should at least get some material out of it for the show. So I started making a list of stuff for a new segment that I'm calling This Shit's Crazy. (laughs) I'm crazy for feeling so lonely. There you have it. Today we're wading in the vile cesspool of derangement and malevolence that is Twitter. Ah! Yes, it's frightening. This so I got on there and I started looking around, and on the Twitter I saw that Doctor Oz, Doctor Oz went on Sean Hannity's show this week to discuss the coronavirus, and he had this to say about reopening schools. Quote, "'Schools are a very appetizing opportunity. I just saw a nice piece in The Lancet arguing that the opening of schools may only cost us 2 to 3% in terms of total mortality. Any, you know, any life is a life lost, but that might be a trade-off some folks would consider.'" That was what Dr. Oz had to say. Some of the responses I saw that jumped out at me. One was, "Dr. Oz must have gone to medical school at Trump University." But um, yes, I like that one. Uh, somebody on Twitter named @ricechefreturns Rice Chef Returns said, "Quote: Now I may be wrong, and I don't like Oz at all, and I'm not sure we should open schools." But I believe he means a 2 to 3% increase in the total mortality figure for all of the country. Entirely different from millions of kids. Well, you're right, Rice Chef returns, about maybe being wrong. See, because kids are part of the population too. So if there's a 2%, 2% to 3% increase across the population, that would include kids. And I realize kids aren't getting it as, as, as badly as, hit as badly as older people are but they're still going to get it. So you're wrong. Uh, somebody by the name of Ray's goat said, can someone do the math on aborted babies slash total babies, please? Ah, yes. Here's the math argument at hand plus totally irrelevant. Other argument equals shut the fuck up. Seriously. It's really, it's so relevant. It makes complete sense. I'm anti abortion, and since I'm pissed off about it, I'm going to advocate putting the lives of millions upon millions of children who've actually already been born on the line because abortion. Oh, Twitter, how I love you so. Uh, at no no, and then a number, three one something something. No no, at no no, we'll just say at no said, It's simply a different of perspective. It's simply a different of perspective. If you have a science or math background, you are probably more likely to look at humans as a population and not individuals. Neither is wrong. Well, no, 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 one is wrong, but you've made it all the way to adulthood without being able to recognize the difference. So to you, no, no, I'm going to raise a toast because the evidence suggests you should have died from sticking your finger in an electrical socket or base jumping with an umbrella or something. But you're still here, so cheers to that. Good on you. I also learned on Twitter that today, April 16th, which is the day I'm recording. The show is going to go up on the 17th. But April 16th is National Horny Day. Now, on National Horny Day, apparently you can ask anyone for sexual content, ask them to send you nudes, whatever. Whatever. And if anybody wants to send me, I'm at the imbiber on Twitter and Instagram. I'm not soliciting nudes. I'm just saying if you want to. So I was, uh, I actually, uh, Ashley Reese, a writer at Jezebel, as she said, she put it this way. She said, since the entry was created about National Horny Day, it was only created in 2019. So it's safe to say that this bullshit holiday is relatively new and perhaps started out as some kind of personal joke or a meme that has since exploded into a day worthy of thousands of tweets. And I I checked out some of these tweets. One of them was from at Scott Wampler BMD, and he says, On National Horny Day, it is important that we acknowledge and honor great moments in horny internet history, like the time that one critic at The New Yorker reviewed The Incredibles 2 and made it screamingly obvious that he wanted to smash Mrs. Incredible. So when I saw that, I'm like, wait, what? So I went and I actually checked out. And the, 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 the critic's name is Anthony Lane, and it's from a review from 2018 from The Incredibles 2. And in the review, he writes of Helen, who is Mrs. Incredible. Hence the sight of Helen, accelerating off to work, away from her justly abandoned man, in her black mask, her long, tall boots, and her empowering outfit, as tight as a second skin. Which brings us to the other event. Take your seat at any early evening screening of Incredibles 2 in the coming days, listen carefully, and you may just hear a shifty sound, as of parents squirming awkwardly beside their enraptured offspring. And why, kids? Because Mommy just leaned over to Daddy and whispered, Is it just me, or does Mrs. Incredible kind of look like Anastasia in Fifty Shades of Grey? You know, the girl in the red room, with the whips and all and Daddy just rested his cooling soda firmly in his lap, and like Mr. Incredible, tried very hard to think of algebra. As for how Daddy will react later on, during the scene in which Helen and the husky-voiced Evelyn unwind and simply talk woman to woman, I hate to think, but watch out for flying popcorn. Wow. Wow. Anthony Lane got a boner for Mrs. Incredible, right? Well, you know, this, kind of, this is the kind of shit that happens on the internet. Uh, also, a guy, uh, at Travis McElroy, wrote a joke about National Horny Day, and the joke was this. Do people still have to go to work on National Horny Day? Nope. National Horny Day is a day that everyone gets off. Get it? Everyone gets off. And then, uh, at Hot Pockets for All said, when National Horny Day and Steve Mnuchin are trending, you know it's going to be a good day. Am I right, ladies? Am I right? Anybody? Ladies? Ladies? No? All right. Nobody cares. Uh, Okay. Got Suzanne Santo coming up. And uh, first, what do we got to do? Oh, first we got to pay the bills. How about we pay some bills? Support for What We're Drinking with Dan Dunn comes from Manscaped. The best in men's below the belt grooming. Manscaped offers precision engineered tools for your family jewels. Listen, folks, when it comes to dating, it's a jungle out there. But when you do find someone who wants to take you home, you better make sure it's not a jungle down there. That's why I use Manscaped, a revolutionary electric trimmer that makes accidents a thing of the past. Their Lawnmower 2.0 has proprietary skin safe technology, so this trimmer won't nick or snag your nuts. Take my word on this. No, seriously, you don't want to Google snag your nuts. It's going to take you down a dark road. Another reason to get Manscaped is that you don't want to use the same trimmer on your face as you're using on your balls. That's just nasty. Oh, and Manscaped also has the Crop Preserver, an anti-chafing ball deodorant and moisturizer. You already put deodorant on your armpits. Why not use it on the smelliest part of your body? Get 20% off and free shipping with the code DRINKING, at Manscaped.com. That's 20% off with free shipping at Manscaped.com. Use the code DRINKING. And always use the right tools for the job. Always use Manscaped. Your balls will thank you. And now that I've got your balls taken care of, let's move on to music. (laughs) How's that for a segue? One, two, three, four...
0: sat alone so many nights waiting for me hold your face like a stone I hang up the phone when we disagree standing there by my side when the fighting is done glaring at me in the light is my little toy gun
1: So when I teased it earlier and I said we'd talk about vibrators, see, that's what the little toy gun is. hope I'm not giving away the surprise. Um, All right. Let's get to Suzanne Santo, shall we? Look at you, Suzanne Santo. Hi.
0: Oh, geez. How are you?
1: It's good to see you. Where where are you right now?
0: I'm in Bluffton, South Carolina at my parents' house. Okay. you can't tell. I have a tan. See that?
1: Yeah. See we that? can't, the people on the podcast can't see it, but yeah. I can see we, we are zooming, which is the way everybody communicates these days. And I'm, I'm looking yeah. at Suzanne. I'm going to post this somewhere. I'll let you know on, on, on my Instagram or something. Um, you're in, how long have you, have you been there the entire time?
0: Oh yeah. It's kind of, I'm starting to like crack the fuck up. Uh, I love, love my parents, but I, I was visiting. So I was actually on tour in early March uh and my shows were just dropping like flies you know and then all of a sudden they're like this whole thing is cooked we're not doing any more shows okay so I drove down to my parents house in South Carolina because I was in New York at the time and which was so weird because I was also in New York for 9-11 and I was just like this feel like when the whole coronavirus stuff started popping up lots of folks were like oh it's just the flu it's not a big deal like blah, blah, blah. you know you kind of get all these conflicting reviews and not quite the uh reliable information that you'd want and i was like this feels really fucked up like i just we got to get out of here and one of my best friends was with me uh somebody i grew up with in ohio and his name's jose and i was like "Jose, do you want to just go to my parents house for a couple days and he's like let's go so we drove down and I was only supposed to be here for like four days.
1: And you've been, and there, been there a month now?
0: I've been here a fucking month.
1: Jesus. I'm wearing
0: the same outfits I bought from TJ Maxx every day because I packed for that two-week tour with like sweaters and boots. So wait, cold.
1: You, were, you were in New York when this broke and you were in New York for 9-11. So I'm thinking the key to human survival is to keep you the fuck out of New York.
0: <laughs> it's, it's totally my fault. <laughs> I think that oh, from now on, shit.
1: no more. If, if Suzanne goes to New York... Brace yourself, people. Look, guys,
0: um, just so, keep me away from open flames and douchebags, and we'll be good.
1: I feel like I i feel like I was going to say I just saw you, but I didn't just see you. I, I just listened to you, and I hit you up afterwards, but I, I listened to you on Joe Rogan with, oh, Gar- with Gary Clark Jr., but it almost felt like I was hanging out with you because you guys were on there for a long time.
0: It was a long one. It was like four hours or something, (laughs) something crazy like that.
1: (laughs) That's crazy. Well, we won't do that here. I'm not, (laughs) I'm not interested enough to sustain four hours.
0: False. I disagree, Dan Dunn.
1: Yes. Yes. Um, we, you and I go back a long way. I've known you, man, it's gotta be, it's gotta be over 10 years. Yeah.
0: Because I was like 22 when I was working at baby blues Yeah, and I'm not 22 anymore.
1: (laughs) What do you know? Like 26 now?
0: Love you yeah, so much. You yeah, looked- we've only known each other for four years, really.
1: That's right. That's right. Um, <laughs> how are you? So obviously, you were talking. You were touring. So Ruby Red is the is your most recent record. Uh,
0: yes. Well, I released that in the summer of 2017.
1: Yeah. Um, I was then- just listening to it before I we did this, and man, um, it's such a beautiful record. What especially at a time like now when everybody like I'm I'm like a just an emotional wreck all the time. I I was walking my dog the other day and there uh-huh. was a guy walking his dog on the other side of the street. Yeah. And going in opposite directions. And I was listening to the Hey Jude and I, I waved to him uh-huh. and he waved back at me and I started to choke up just from a simple yeah. person waving at me. So I'm an emotional I wreck. Think
0: that's kind of beautiful. I mean What's happening is we're forced to, um, we're, we're being deprived of things that we've probably taken for granted. And, and now when you see someone on the street and you wave at them, um, it's really meaningful because, so where my parents live, they live in like a gated old folks community. And most of the folks around here are, are pretty tense because they're older and they're pro- they're you know, in, higher they're,
1: they're in risk, yeah.
0: Right. Right. And, and, you know, everything's shut down for the most part, like, you know, grocery stores are open, like everywhere else. Um, There's still takeout, uh, but everybody's wearing, well, not everybody, but a good amount of people are wearing masks, but there's, there's also this like coldness that you get where people like tense up and they get, they don't look at you and they walk around you. And, you know, I was at the grocery store with Jose the other day and this guy, this older man in line behind us, was just like, where y'all from? Oh my God, you're so far from California. And he was just like, so happy. Back and the so fuck up the though. But,
1: but is and, he close to you? Yeah.
0: No, he wasn't. But oh. the thing was, there was other people in the store that were really rude and cold to us. And the thing is, they know we're not from here. And people don't like that. And a lot, because a lot of people came in from places like New York is exactly what I did. But I've been here a month, motherfucker. So wait,
1: wait, then, Jose is with you there?
0: Yeah, yeah, he we've known each other since junior high. He's kind of like a son to my parents.
1: Okay, so he's it's so. not like he's trapped with strangers or something. Yeah. No,
0: no, we all got know it. each other. Okay, like,
1: got we it. Well, what I was saying about your record though is uh I was listening to it and then that song Yours or Mine, which I've told you before, I just love that song so much. And that came on and I just was like <laughs> Oh. I was like, Jesus Christ! Oh, uh, Suzanne Santo made me cry, but I mean, the the, the, <laughs> so, the I, I I really do. Anybody listening out there, go put it on. Go to Spotify or wherever you get your music and check it out. It's such a great record. Butch Walker produced it, right? Did,
0: yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah.
1: And you know, you're you're great, and that's you know, Thanks, that's, been that's been established. That's been established. But you
0: know, back to the thing. And you're first of all, like I. We need to be that guy in line who's excited to see somebody, you know, like this is an emotional time. I know I kind of just went right back to what we were talking about before, but, you know, I I like that. I like that you got choked up walking down the street because it meant something. I I think that's like, we're heading to a place where maybe those things are more meaningful to us. And I really like that.
1: Yeah. I mean, I... You know there's something about the, the the chaos of this and the uncertainty of this that I find appealing it probably goes you know that's it's it's always been my sort of my makeup really you know I, I mean it was in the punk rock when I was a kid and I just always liked things to not be orderly to not be neat mm-hmm. so there is something about this that I find almost a kind of a weird sense of renewal but I'm also sure. scared shitless it's funny a, a friend of mine was texting me earlier and she said um She was, she's with her mom in Ohio, which is where you're from. Oh, wow. And uh, she was texting me, and we were, I was joking around about, you know, like I just want a hug. I wasn't joking about that. Like, I would love to just have a hug right now. The joking around was like, if we hugged though, I'm probably going to get a boner. I've thought about that. That's um, all That's all it's going to oh take right now. Yeah. <laughs> I feel sorry for the first person. I feel sorry for the first person to have sex with me because it's going to be quick. Yeah. It's going to be <laughs> after this is over. I'm going to be like, what?
0: Oh my God. No, I think about that a lot. I'm like, it's going to be a while. And I'm single and I, I actually just joined my first dating app.
1: Oh, really? That I've going? never done
0: that before. And it's it's really interesting. You know, I've been in the past and this is no disrespect. I've, I've sort of been really anti that because I, I just like to meet people in real life and like let things kind of be kismet in that, you know, fortuitous way. I'm a fucking romantic. Yeah. But I have really enjoyed um, connecting with people in this way that the physical part and the sex isn't like gonna get me confused. Like I have to really like somebody Right now, you know, it's not just you don't have the distraction of sex.
1: Well, there isn't. Yeah, gonna, yeah there isn't going to be any physical part no. now, you know, and, and I don't know when that is going to. Ha- I just don't know. I mean, I. Who does? I Who does. I have been working the hell out of my Pornhub premium uh, membership. <laughs> I'll tell you that. <laughs>
0: well, I feel like question.
1: I feel like I'm dating some of the porn stars. That's how much time we're spending together. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, Yeah. Yeah,
0: just go with that.
1: Talking to the screen. So, how was your day? You know, you want to get right to it, or should we just talk a little bit first? Yeah. Uh, Yeah, missed you since
0: this morning. Um, No, I I wonder if there's gonna be like a community of the the people that got COVID and then recovered. And then there's, so aren't they like in the clear? There, so then, there isn't,
1: by the way, that is not established science. And there seems to be oh, this thinking that people, but I'm hearing reports of people in, in China that are getting recurring that had oh, no. it and they're getting it again, you know? So oh, okay. I don't know, I mean, I'm, I'm not a scientist. I, although I do have space in the background. If you could see, we oh, go see my I zoom. Know, I, I love that. Yeah. What's your background? Is that uh, house in oh, South is, Carolina background? Yeah. This
0: is the guest bedroom. Um, there's you know my my folks aren't really into the whole art scene so there's there's you know we got you got your uh, inspirational quote what's it this say? house, it says this house is maintained entirely for the comfort and convenience of the dog which is there's two dogs and that's true uh they really kind of run this place they're cute i love them yeah. but you know that's this is yeah, yeah
1: it's good but you got you got whiskey what, what are you drinking again
0: I'm drinking Four Roses single batch.
1: Nice. And, and I got the legion. I'm
0: going to ask my mom to bring me the bottle in a minute because I'm, I'm running
1: low. <laughs> Look, I got this. So Tell me about that one. What's cool is if I put it in front of me and then I move it, it disappears into space on the zoom. Yeah. See? There you go. Um, yeah. I This is a bourbon uh, made by Beam. I mentioned this earlier in the show before you came on it, it, the master distiller from beam, Fred, no, he distilled, he oversaw the the distilling process. And then, you know, beam is now owned by Centauri, the Japanese company. So then they sent it over and the master blender at Centauri, he blended the whiskey. So it's not, it's East meets West type situation. I just, I was on the Adam Carolla show the other day. I do a regular spot on there. Yeah. I go on there regularly. And, we had this. This was one of the whiskeys we drank, so I figured it, I got it out. It's sitting out. I said, you know, I'll just keep going with it. So um, I want to ask you a couple of questions. I was thinking about things. I made notes. Oh,
0: this is, wow. This is telling
1: you quarantine is fucking should on. A,
0: should I get a piece of paper and a pen? and No,
1: no, no. I'm stuff. just going to ask you just random oh, yes. things. Okay. So okay. I was, I, yeah. I was, I've been listening to The Beatles a lot. I mentioned I was listening to Hey Jude earlier. It just makes me, you know what? It's like comfort food. The Beatles just make me feel good, right? You know? Yeah. So I was thinking, all right, I want to get your opinion here. What's like the punkest Beatles song? Like, and I'm going to give you choices here. Punkest, hard, badass Beatles song. Ready? Mm -hmm. Come Together, Helter Skelter, I Am the Walrus, Happiness is a Warm Gun, or Maxwell's Silver Hammer. Which one has the most like punk mm-hmm. attitude?
0: I mean, if you're talking punk lyrics or punk, just I
1: mean, the whole I'm the whole ethos. The
0: Wal- I'm the Walrus is just chaos, you know. Like, yeah. and you're and you're also kind of like, what the fuck does that mean? So, I would have to say I'm the Walrus.
1: I was thinking that too. I. I- I mean, Helter Skelter seems like the obvious one, but then I, I threw in Maxwell Silverhammer because if you, you listen to the lyrics, I mean, it's <laughs> it's really dark, man. You know, like that song yeah. is, you know, dark. It's about murdering somebody. He's a killer. Um, you know what's
0: funny is I don't listen to a lot of Beatles proper, but I listen to George Harrison and John Lennon a lot. The solo stuff. Yeah. Solo stuff,
1: yes. Which is all beautiful. You don't know, like McCartney's solo stuff? Too poppy for you? Uh,
0: I like like McCartney. I actually, I got to see him last summer or two summers ago. When the hell was that? Uh, No, it would have been 2018 October uh, at ACL. Okay. And man, he's just like, he's still like such a showman. He had so much energy. Yeah. It was, you know, they had fireworks. It was great. Incredible. He's he's special. I loved it.
1: Okay. What are the we're all watching a lot of TV. We're streaming a lot of stuff, right? So mm. in your opinion, what are the top three, if you could only watch three, you only had access to three comedy series on streaming. Ooh, okay. What are the three comedy series?
0: Rick and Morty. Right.
1: Um,
0: fuck. I'm rewatching the good place. I've never with seen my it. Parents. Oh my God. It's so funny. Okay. It, you know, it, Aesthetically, it looks like kind of cute, but it's fucking hilarious. It's okay. so brilliantly written. Uh, I think it's Michael Schur wrote that or created that show. Um, it's great.
1: So is that Ooh, on your is that in your Rick and Morty, The Good Place? Is there enough The Good Place though? This is this is all you're gonna have access to for the rest of your life.
0: Oh, okay. Well, you didn't say that. You didn't specify that. Well, um, I'm making the on,
1: rules up on. as I go.
0: God damn it, Dan! All right. So definitely Rick and Morty. Like no question. I can watch those over and over and over.
1: Yeah. You know um, what you know the network I'm on, this podcast is called Starburns Audio, and that's Dan Harmon's network. Get out of here. Dan was my very first guest on my former podcast, Drinky Funtime, which you were also on. But Dan was uh, the first guest. In fact, I'd I'd like to run some of that at some point again. Um Oh my yeah, god. Dan's well, great. So
0: I'm a huge fan. I okay. think uh, Justin Roiland and Dan Harmon are two brilliant, uh, spectacular humans that I'm very grateful. Have graced us with their work. Yeah. <laughs> oh, how's that?
1: Nice. So Rick and Morty. Rick and Morty.
0: Blackout. Uh, Rick and Morty. See, I'm going to say the good place because I, I really right. love it.
1: You got, yeah, it's you don't so have fun. to. Don't you don't have to play by my rules?
0: No, I mean it. Final answer. Okay. okay. Third comedy. Hold on, everybody. Stand by. Okay.
1: Why you think I'm going to throw out one of mine is going to be The Office.
0: Okay. All right.
1: And the second one would be The Simpsons.
0: Oh, I know which one I want to say. All right, go ahead. 30 Rock.
1: Oh, that's a good one. That's a good one, 30. Yeah. All right, I'm yeah. going to go Office, Simpsons, okay. Curb Your Enthusiasm.
0: Oh, okay. Okay.
1: All right. Now one, now you only get one drama series. One oh, drama. What's, oh, Deadwood? Deadwood.
0: Wow.
1: Yeah. Wow. Interesting choice. Yeah.
0: Uh, without hesitation,
1: I'm gonna go. It's tough for me. I'd say there's probably three that it comes down to, and it's gonna okay. be probably three that a lot of people are gonna have on their list. It would be The Sopranos, The probably. Wire, and Breaking Bad.
0: And you're picking really lengthy seasons, which is is good on your part. I think um, I gotta
1: go Breaking Bad of the three um, of those. You only pick one, right? So yeah. So drama? of those three, I'm gonna go Breaking Bad. Okay. As my my drama. Now, you're friends with Gary Clark Jr., correct? You were just on Joe Rogan. So I was thinking about his cover of Come Together, which is amazing. right? So now we're going back to you. So what what is your favorite Beatles cover of these? Gary Clark Jr.'s Come Together. Little help from my friends, Joe Cocker, the famous version of that. Okay. Uh, We Can Work It Out, Stevie Wonder, another famous version. And Lucy in the Sky with Diamonds, Elton John.
0: See, now I kind of, can you give okay. Mm.
1: Or you can pick another one. You can throw out another one if you know another Beatles cover that.
0: Yeah. Um, it's, oh my gosh.
1: Bowie did across the universe, right? Didn't he?
0: Oh, and so does Rufus Wainwright. Oh, I've heard his so version. It's beautiful. great. Yeah. I love that version. Um, also, Wow. I'm totally I think I am a little drunk already. Um
1: <laughs> what well, is called um, what we're drinking the show, so. I know. <laughs> and this is the best like we don't you don't have to go anywhere. Like we it's not like you had to show up. Well, I was going to say I was going to say it's not like last time you did the other show because you got drunk on that one too. We all oh, did. Oh, but it.
0: before we answer the song question, what I loved about that show was you picked the thirsty crow which is literally a 5 minute walk from my house. <laughs> I
1: know over in Silverlake.
0: And I I, as much as I love to drink, I I don't, I've really never blacked out. I kind of like know what my limit is. And, you know, if I, if I have too much to drink, I'll, I'll just puke. Uh, But that night I didn't puke, but I did some of it's fuzzy. And I woke up the next day and there were just nachos all over my apartment. Like, I don't know (laughs) if I was like dancing or, but I, I was snacking. And it was just, and I'm like, what the fuck happened? But I, I didn't puke, didn't puke that night, so.
1: Well, see, so you're, yeah. the thing about now, and, and I, I had one of those nights last night, basically. You're See, so you're with your friend and your parents, right? Yes. I'm alone, yes. okay? So being alone, you know, this is a month. Today is one, today I realized that today, it was one month ago today that I started the, not quarantining a month ago today. And so it's been a month. And what ends up happening is like I, you know, time has lost meaning in a lot of ways, you know? So uh, I try to adhere to certain rules. Like, you know, but there are moments when I'll be like 11 in the morning. I'll go, I could have a glass of wine right now. And I'm like, yeah, I better not. And then I'm like, why not? Fuck my yeah. to What do I have to do? I have nothing to do. So, but well, that,
0: yeah, you got to, you know, it's up to you to police that because, there's, first of all, nothing that has prepared us for this. There's nothing that has prepared us for a global pandemic where we're not allowed to fucking hug anybody. And, you know, we, you leave the house and you're like, oh my God, did I touch that thing? And then I touched my face and then, oh my God, did I just kill my mom? Because I, I went here and I and I scratched my nose and then I hugged her, you know, like that's, no one, nothing can could have prepared us for this. And I think there's definitely a line of, Letting the fuck loose, you but, know. But not letting yourself depression. go too much. No, yeah. because Let's, what's happening is, and and I will say that I'm definitely going through this. Uh, things are, I'm being confronted with things that I can't bury because I, I have, I'm deprived of distraction. Even when I just fuck off on my phone, you know, when I'm really depressed, I binge watch, um, I don't want to say dumb shows because that sounds disrespectful, but I, I watch Easy uh content where it doesn't really take any intellect or investment. And I've been binge watching this show called Lucifer on Netflix just because <laughs> wait a minute. Uh, before warned,
1: be forewarned, my friend is on that show. Uh okay. Kevin Alejandro. He plays he plays oh, yeah. You're friends with that guy? You know cool. Kev. You don't know Kev Kev? I met no. Kevin. I met Kevin through by the way, you guys are like, what are you guys talking about now? I met Kev <laughs> I met Kevin through Rick. Rick, Rick, remember Leslie? You know what? Uh, now we're totally getting inside baseball here, and people at home are like, <laughs> "But um, uh, what's her name from uh, from Baby Blues?" Uh, it's her cousin is married to Kevin.
0: Oh, he's married! Great. I'm yeah, just kidding. Kevin's no, I married. Do, I do. Well, and, he was also on Breaking Bad, if I'm not mistaken. Kevin, um, Kevin
1: was on uh, Southland. He was on True Blood.
0: Oh, that was it. And the
1: that funny thing is, good. is I have I have two good friends. That were on True Blood, and I met them both separately. Kevin and then uh, Ryan Quanton who played Jason Stackhouse, right. the brother. Right. Yeah, uh,
0: man, he's so connected.
1: And we yeah. all live—we all live within like three, four miles of each other over here on the west side of Los Angeles. Let me ask you: Speaking of celebrities, who Way would be like who, who would be like your celebrity like, cru- like crush, cru- like Brad Pitt or somebody? Yeah. Like, okay, br-
0: definitely. So let me ask and you this: You're in Chris a store. Edward.
1: You're in a store. Just so mm-hmm. happens Brad Pitt happens to be in South Carolina. And oh, you God. and you run into Brad Pitt in the grocery store. And Brad Pitt okay. says, You know, I've been quarantined too for a month and I can barely take it. Do you want to come over? Would yeah. you would you have sex with Brad Pitt right now and risk coronavirus?
0: A hundred percent.
1: Are you kidding? You gotta make out with him though. You got a total swap and spit and all the you know
0: Yes, not Damn. Even, not
1: even thinking twice.
0: Yeah, no, no, not thinking twice. hundred percent going for that. Uh, there, you know, sensual and then maybe some downtown. I don't know. But here, here, I found my, I remember my song. Okay. It's Donny Hathaway singing Yesterday.
1: Donny, I love how you're, you're still on that. I love that. You're, you're not letting that go. I, <laughs> I, I appreciate that. I appreciate I, your I, attention.
0: No disrespect to Gary or any of the other lovely folks that you mentioned, because I love Gary so much. But Donny Hathaway's version of Yesterday uh, slays my soul, and that's the truth. All
1: right, I'm gonna Donny Hathaway. I'm gonna listen to that when we're I'm, done. I'm
0: out of whiskey. Should oh, I? Oh, go
1: go get some whiskey. I'll uh okay. I'll 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 play a little bit. Tell, your, tell
0: I'll, a 10-second joke.
1: I'll play a little bit of your music and then the record label. Will make,
0: make oh great! Right. That's take, a good thing we planned this out.
1: Yeah. Right here's one of Suzanne's songs called Ghost in My Bed. Okay. she's back I just, I just was playing
0: I just brought the bottle so we don't have any I
1: was issues. just playing Ghost in My Bed Woo! which is such thank a good you. song thank you you're very talented and I know Thanks, I'm fawning, and I know I'm fawning over you and it might be because I'm so fucking lonely but no I'm kidding <laughs> it's it, no it is because you are you deserve it I mean your first band Honey Honey your first hit was what Little Toy Gun
0: well, I wouldn't call it a hit, but our first song that we released was called "Little Toy Gun." Yes, yeah, it I did mean,
1: well. By the way, "Little Toy Gun" for those of you that are home alone and you like to put on some music and dance around because you can now sure. put on yeah. "Little Toy Gun" because you can go da-na-na, da-na-na, little. T- you want my little toy gun? And you could just dance. It's a good dance yeah. song.
0: Also, the song is about a vibrator, so if you're home alone,
1: yeah, that too. Yeah, no. what are you, How are you? You're like, you got your parents there though.
0: I don't a, even want to get into it, but I'm deprived <laughs> of so many things. It's like, not. Like, did you, did not you grab,
1: job. did you grab a vibrator on the way out of New York city or no? no? Oh so, no. No,
0: you know, but like when I, when I do get a moment, you know, I'm just like really, wow, that, you know, this is, there's so many things that we're deprived of right now. We really should not get. Well, into here this. here's a
1: TMI for you. So I was, I was running low. I was running low on, uh, <laughs> on Astro Glide, right? So I'm like, oh man, God. I'm I'm almost out of Astro Glide. And, you know, I'm whacking off at a furious pace now because I'm home alone all the time. And uh, so I was like, what am I going to do? So I went on to Amazon to order, and it said, oh, it's going to be like, four weeks or something.
0: Oh my you know? God. Cause everyone's had an Astroglide. And, okay. But this
1: is the thing. I'm still like a child. I'd rather order it on Amazon than go to the drugstore and get it because I'm still yeah. embarrassed at my age. Like I'm, I'd have to oh, buy a bunch no. of like, they're going to go, Oh look, he's got, no, I think- I, so wait, I ordered it anyway. And it's, sa- I think it said it was going to be about three weeks. I ordered it. Okay. And the other day, and this is about five days ago. And then the other day, I just got a notice yesterday and it said, your item has shipped.
0: Oh my god, that's crazy. and I was so
1: fucking excited I'm that so the Astroglide is coming. Like yeah, all great. you're talking about all these little things that we never really appreciated. Now I'm oh, like, yeah. oh my god, I'm gonna have it early.
0: Yes. Yeah. No, I'm um, jealous.
1: <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, you know, I don't really need a vibrator, but I I have one here.
0: Oh, neither do I. I have one left.
1: Just- I have one left over from an from you know from an old flame. First of
0: all, no one needs a vibrator. Also, sidebar, it. I'm gonna make sure nobody hears me. So,
1: (laughs) except the thousands of people that are listening to this podcast. Yeah. Okay.
0: More like my parents, but, you know, they've heard me say worse. Well, the thing is, the vibrator, Mm -hmm. if used excessively, can desensitize the clitoris. Mark my words. Not a good thing. And you know what? It kind of affects. Sex because if you're like used to the you know it kind of like changes the oh yeah
1: so when I when I was young I bought young I'm talking like college when I was in college I as a goof I guess like Christmas gift Mm -hmm. I made the monumental mistake of buying my girlfriend at the time a giant like huge vibrating cock okay yeah
0: big and then she like you.
1: John fucking Holmes big and it vibrated and twirled and everything else. And then it got to like, we would be having sex and then she'd say, Hey, can we get that out? Can we go get that out of the drawer? And I'd be like, I started getting jealous of the fucking yeah, vibrator. You know, I was like, what, what, you know, bad idea. Do not, uh, you know, I was
0: going to say you really screwed yourself on that, but you really screwed her in a roundabout way.
1: <laughs> I have, I've tried the, but I've, okay. I'll admit this too, since we're having some whiskey. I yeah. tried, so you know the you're your, uh, what do you call it? What's the thing guys have? Uh, your prostate, stimulate oh, the yeah. prostate, right? Sure. So I tried not That's long okay. ago using a little little like little vibrator like this and sticking yeah. it in the in the in the yeah. butt to see how okay. and it didn't work for me. No. I didn't like it. It was very painful. Yeah. yeah. You know
0: what? Um,
1: like I tensed up a little.
0: It's yeah. I mean, I think that's, that's a, literally a sensitive subject. You know, you gotta, it's, you gotta, the time's gotta be right.
1: You know what? I got time now. I, what else? I got nothing else but time. Yeah, Maybe I'll hit you up later. More. I'll text you later, Suzanne. And go Guess what I'm doing right now? Um, look, I want to, I want to keep talking to you forever, but we've already been talking for a half an hour. Oh God. What's I don't, our limit? I don't know. We got a couple more minutes. If this zoom thing shuts off, Oh, uh, I'll shit. let you know. I, I should probably just pay for the subscription. <laughs> 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 um, I should, because I'm doing, a, doing these interviews. It's so weird doing them this way. You know, I, I mentioned to you, I, I just did one with Aisha Tyler recently. I've got Maynard James. Oh. Yeah. Aisha's on the left la- you got to check. Aisha's the best. God,
0: I love her.
1: And I got Maynard James Keenan coming up uh, probably in the next week or two from Tool The to Perfect Depression. Circle and Pussifers. What the
0: hell am I doing on this? On you're, this you're
1: spot. my favorite. Um, <laughs> I have a video somewhere of you. I'm going to find it and try to post some of it on my Instagram. So it was, it was you and Ben, so honey honey. It was on an old podcast I did with Zane Lamprey. Remember that? You guys came into the studio and you <laughs> and you had your banjo and you played oh God, and it was so great. Um what would you if someone didn't know your music, okay? Someone is un I some alien who's unfamiliar with your music and you can only name one song that you think really illustrates who you are as an artist. What's that song? They only get one song. What is it?
0: Well, that's so hard because I just, I have a whole new record that's about to come out and it's, it's just another.
1: Of the ones that already are out. So someone can go right now. They want to familiarize themselves with Suzanne Santo. Is it a honey, honey song? Is it one of one off your solo record?
0: No, it's one of my solo record songs. I would say. Wrong man. Wow, I don't
1: know. Okay, wrong man. No, no, I All right, I not that. wrong man. All right,
0: shit. Wrong answer. Um, okay, goes to my bed. Why not? My
1: that friend. was the single. That was the single. Yeah, And great video. When they're like fire in the video, didn't you burn down a house or something?
0: Yeah, yeah and my friend uh, Nick Wexler, uh, great actor, was in it, and it was fun. It was we we shot that with a super low budget and. Um, yeah you know the thing is with music videos is they're sort of necessary but when you're an independent artist like myself like you got to really be crafty with how you get your shit together because you want to make something that looks amazing but there's no you know my budget's five grand if that and you just have to make it work and we did and um, it was pretty cool
1: I wish you had a space background like I do on Zoom I'm in space. Yeah,
0: I know. I tried, but my my laptop's not uh it's not equipped.
1: It's making so what's me it feel like out there. It's the making me feel like I, I keep hearing the Bowie song, and Starman in my, you know.
0: Oh fuck yeah. yeah. Well, I like how when you put your hand up it disappears and I'm waiting for you to like put your hand up and all of a sudden come back with a cigar or like a beer. It just like came out of nowhere. Go go back to your like back here. Now
1: that it's not disappearing. Oh, there it goes. Whoa! Oh <laughs> my god, I disappeared. Um, Suzanne Santo, where can people find you on the, uh, social medias?
0: Oh, well, my handle, um, on, well, I have a website, Suzansanto.com. That's S-U-Z-A-N-N-E, which is the mothership. You can get to all the things from there. Um, Instagram is Suzanto, S-O-O-Z-A-N-T-O. I'm actually, I don't know when you're going to air this, but I'm releasing a song this week. When? On Bandcamp. Uh, I think we're shooting for Wednesday. Midweek, hump day. You know what? I'll hold uh, this called, then. I'll release this on called, Thursday. Okay. And it's called Bad Beast, uh, which is, I actually played that on the Joe Rogan podcast with Gary Clark Jr. And uh, this is the produced version. And I'm just like putting it out, you know?
1: Okay. Bad wanna, Beast. Where, and they can find it where?
0: Uh, it'll be on all my socials. The links will be, but it'll be, it will be on Bandcamp. band camp. So,
1: band camp. All right.
0: With, a, with a donation download, you know, for anybody that wants to support the cause and,
1: you okay. Know, I'll, 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 I'll send you some, I'll send you some cash. I'll support you. <laughs> oh yeah, Dan. Thanks, I'll su- man. I'll support you. Um, <laughs> all right. I'm going to, hold on a second. You stay on because I want to talk to you, but I'm going to end the show and I'm going to play us out with, uh, yours or mine a little bit. Great. And let me just put that right now. And you stay there. Don't, don't go anywhere. Everybody, uh, Suzanne Santos, the best check out her music, follow me on, uh, at the imbiber social media. And I'm going to play us out right now with a little yours or mine.
0: Just sadness Walking me